Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy the boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boat around and out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Getting ready for the Super Bowl. It is Super Bowl weekend. Getting ready for the Miami International Boat Show, which starts this Wednesday. And uh, we we started off with a bang, uh, sort of. Uh, there was an earthquake. Well, when was this, uh, Barry, off the east coast of Florida? It was, it was a 4.0 earthquake and happened February uh, 7th. Okay. So and it was about 100 miles east of Cape Canaveral in six miles of depth. So yeah. six miles down, which is, let's see, 5,000. No, wait, it's not. For, okay, a long nautical, way down. It's longer. Yeah, it's a long way down. Put it in fathoms. 5,280 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can uh, figure it out with fathoms. But, you know, it's funny. I got a call from a friend of mine in California. Like, hey, man, you survived the earthquake? I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? I didn't know it. You know, we're well, in there Orlando. Was one in, there was one in California near um, Northridge. Well, no, he, but he was talking area. about the yeah. Florida one. I, I understand I didn't that. know it. You didn't know about it till I told no. you before the show, right? So well, we, yeah. <laughs> we didn't really feel this thing. It wasn't yeah. uh, it was ways off, but I, I kind of wondered, did it create any kind of tsunami warnings for people no. out on the East Coast? No, and as a matter of fact, I did a little research afterwards on your big uh, scare there. Yeah, and uh, th- basically they say the area we live in is a stable area. Uh, very few earthquakes. There was one in the Gulf of Mexico in two thousand and six, right? Which some people in Florida felt, but generally speaking, we are not. We are pretty stable. Yes, compared well, to the yeah. West Coast, it, it's uh, extremely rare to even hear. Uh, that we could have experienced an earthquake. I just wonder if it made any boaters out there on the East Coast a little nervous when they got the reports. You know, well, I didn't see it. So if you don't feel it, I guess, I don't know if people, some people on the East Coast, I thought I heard there were some folks on the East Coast that felt that something, but they didn't know what it was, you know. Well, the yeah. the only thing I would worry about as far as tsunami is concerned is if an asteroid were to hit somewhere in the Atlantic okay. and then create one. So then I would have... Hopefully enough time to pull the trailer out, aim the boat towards the east, get our most precious items in the boat, and wait for the big wave so we could ride it out. Like okay. A surf, but you don't surfer. know if anybody did that as far as we're aware of no, for this no. particular incident. You're no. waiting for the big one. but uh, I'm waiting for the big one. <laughs> okay. You would be better off pointing your bow to the west. What? Wait, 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 wait. Why would you, you oh, for following sea, you, ride the wave? You are, you are, you are. You are Better to have that thing crash behind you than you try to take that head on. Because hmm. you're going to wind up getting flipped. I know when I go through the inlets, it's more comfortable with a following sea. I guess it depends on how big but, the wave is, right? But if well, a, you were talking about a tsunami. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, well. well a the, tsunami could be also a delicious sandwich in Malaysia. Ew. Mm, okay. So, that's wait a minute. So a wave normally, yeah, it would have broken by the time it hit the beaches, right? 
Well, Would I don't it just know. Be I don't know. Like a rising tide. I mean, you know? well, sometimes you see those big waves that are created. Well, what was it? Indonesia it happened a few years ago. The it's basically came, the water came up, right? And it and wasn't it a massive, you know, twenty foot wave. It was just like this massive kind of uh, wake, wake uh, of water. It, yeah, that I it think isn't you probably that... from the video. You, it looks like you would be better off facing it than having it uh, wash over your transom. Uh, but now, I don't if it know. had been one of those surf, you know, those big waves that Captain Patrick surfs on, well, one you see twenty in the footers with yeah. the with the uh, hollow insides of them, and he would right. be in there surfing. Now, you're, you're you're talking about you're going to be in the boat waiting in the driveway, right? Yeah, yeah. And yes, and I then, will unlash the boat. Yeah, <laughs> I bow, thought about that. Bow, bow, Take bow the towards t- the west. Down toward. Okay, All that's right. what he says. I, I will remember that. I'm not thinking driveway. <laughs> I'm thinking of people that have their boat in the water. I mean, so if you knew a, a potential wave was coming, I guess if you th- if you knew how big it was, I guess that be, could be a determining factor. But if you didn't know, you're you're saying have your butt to the wave would be better. Try to w- for ride for it Barry out. and his size boat. Well, yeah, absolutely. He has a 17 foot Triumph. Yeah, that's dinky. Yeah, but yeah. it'll float no matter what. Well, still, it, it, yeah. I mean, just yeah. remember this: it will yeah. float upside down. Right. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how you will wind up. Bow towards an Bow oncoming towards tsunami okay. if it breaks. Okay. All right. Or so. if you don't make it and that thing crests and flips you over. If better, it crests, better, yes, better, that... better to surf it yeah. than try to ride over it. All right. I did I did see the perfect storm and I saw what happened at the end. All right. Yeah, I also saw a deep impact. And when that towering wave approaches the yeah. coast. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're just standing there like I that. I don't think it's happen. gonna matter if you're pointing east or west. <laughs> that I'm going to try it. Size least. wave is coming your way. You know, save but, the boat. Uh, north and south turn out to be best. I don't know. Do California uh, boaters take that into consideration out there on the West Coast? Because they have them out there more often, but I don't know. They don't have tsunamis. They don't warnings. have tsunamis out. But they have lots of earthquakes and things. They could. Yeah. They've had tsunami warnings. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. They just, have, they just have larger surf. Well, it, well, once again, I guess it just Char. depends on where it is. And that kind of thing. So I don't know. I, I've never thought about that from a boating perspective. But, yeah, this uh, little incident we had this week kind of made me think along those lines. And maybe it's a worthless lot as usual. But uh, Besides, some, opinion, something else to think about. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the surfing wave is the opinion of me and me only. Uh-huh. It is not to be taken as... The uh, views boating. expressed on the world of boating are those of no <laughs> sane human being. Uh, yeah, please don't take our advice. Uh, knowledge or well, yeah whatever yeah okay you get the point it's just something right. to something else to think about or worry about when we should be focused more on the miami international boat show or the super bowl uh, i just had to throw that into the mix to make things a little bit more exciting this week so uh, uh as far as the uh, boat show is concerned uh, it starts wednesday we, we're planning to be down there at some point try to do a little coverage and we'll have be that friday for you. Next uh, next week on the big show, if things go as planned, and they usually because I, don't. They keep trying to pull me down there. Yeah, <laughs> early. <laughs> why 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 uh, wait till Friday then? Go down. Go because down. Because I don't I don't want to. Oh, okay. Because I won't be able to do what to. I need to do. I'll be there working. Yeah. All right. But if, if you go there Thursday and then you're at the hotel close by, you don't even have to drive the next day. Yeah. You, uh, you, th- you think you think my company puts me up in a hotel? Uh, that, that 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 your really? truck's got a back seat, don't it? Oh no! Is that well, how it is? You, got, got, you got you got an eight foot bed. 
on I, the boat. I've got, I, I've got room in the house here. We could drape, drape a tarp over your uh, <laughs> your fiberglass cover there. Barry and, just yeah. offered yeah. up his bed. So no, I did not. Are you kidding? Barry's going to be sitting in his driveway waiting for a tsunami. I'm not. Oh. I'm not going to his house. No, no, no I'm well, not waiting that. That's week. That, that's why the bed is empty. <laughs> So, all right. Well, you'll have to tune in, find out, uh, you know, if it caused an incident when we cover the boat show next week. It's it's very possible. Uh, you can plan accordingly or you've been warned. Uh, and also, we have some other boating news and information to navigate through. So let's just get right to that. None of it ties into the uh, into the uh, uh, Super Bowl, I assume. No, but maybe this earthquake Oh, really? Because when you mentioned that, you know, in our pre-show meeting, I mentioned that we suffered a meteor strike this past week. So maybe, yeah, off of Flagler Beach, which is close to where? Uh, West Palm Beach. I don't know. Where? No. Wait, Flagler Beach? Flagler. Flagler. I thought that was up around Daytona. It's not close to West Palm Beach. It isn't. Wait, where is I went it? to a house up okay, there. Okay, this is not a quiz of geography. Where is it, Patrick? Jeez. On the east coast of Florida. Okay. Well, uh, near any other more popular areas? Is it up by Daytona or is it south? I don't know. It, it's it's on the beach. Okay. <laughs> no help. You know, there's a beach. The, the meteor should have the just the landed right on top of our heads. <laughs> Uh, because probably That's good. it's at the beach. <laughs> people would have uh, appreciated that. And well, uh, what, what's the meteor have to do with boating? Yeah. Well, maybe that uh, earthquake that they reported was actually the meteor striking. Ooh. Well, it, uh. maybe that's what caused it, or the meteor was actually the aliens, and it's the it's first this- of the invasion. Yeah, they're coming too, you know. That's all. These are all boat show omens. That's I mean, all I'm going to say. You know, Taylor Swift so, shows up at the uh, Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty much an alien invasion uh, juggernaut right there. More coming up. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick barry the boater rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and document the end of times earthquakes meteor uh, strikes taylor swift at the uh, super bowl uh, i i think that's a sign there, there's one more sign yeah yeah what you you purchasing a real pickup truck oh boy here we go see that hasn't happened we're still good all right that's the fourth uh shoe that has to drop that's the yes uh, that'll be so i think we're safe okay very possible but uh the meteor that uh, captain patrick uh brought up where did that uh land uh it didn't actually land it was uh again reported off the coast of flagler beach which is north of daytona okay north of ormond by the sea if you were to draw a straight line across the state mm-hmm. uh you'd wind up in the ocala national forest to the west so uh but off the coast of florida and here's the thing uh some onlookers initially thought the meteor was a flare from a troubled boat uh-huh. um and its crew and they notified the US coast guard so the Coast Guard doing what they do uh, out of Station Ponce de Leon, uh, the boat response uh, crew and Coast Guard Air Station Clearwater actually went into action. Uh, so, But no distress signals or signs were detected. But here's the thing um, for our listeners in Florida in particular. Um, distress flares don't travel like that nor do they explode um (laughs) when they enter the atmosphere because first of all they don't go up that high Mm -hmm. uh so you would normally with a flare you're going to see it up and then you're going to see it come down right unless it's one of barry's rockets then you will see an explosion explosion at the end and little lego men going everywhere (laughs) Mm. minions really really quite sad yeah um well, but if someone if it just caught someone's eye and they just get it on the downstroke, I, I mean, I can understand how someone would uh, mistaken a well, meteor. Well, that, that, that's what this we're trying to say. The fastest flare yeah. in the world would well, be yeah, a meteor. Not, not uh, I mean, I've been out in uh, the Caribbean before, late at night, uh, and I've we seen. Go. Well, no, I've seen a shooting star, and you'll yeah. have that bright streak of uh, green, like for for le- fluorescent green, and it, it, you could easily uh, mistaken that for a. Uh, you know, you could, a flare, but, depending but, on how bright the particular shooting star is. Have you ever is. seen an actual flare of course be I shot? Have. Of okay. course I have. It looks nothing like a meteor. No, no well, it, it really doesn't. A meteor, I'm, I'm telling you, it can, it, though. 
No, no it, it looks like an inexpensive <laughs> fireworks. It's, it's called yeah. physics, True. Greg. Yeah. Yeah, it's called it, physics. Well, a, no, a, well, you, uh, well, Barry brought up a good point. I mean, they do kind of look like Roman candles. I've seen shooting stars meteors yeah, look like, like look like yeah. uh, Roman candles. It, it does look more like a Roman candle. <laughs> yeah. Again, they don't go up. They only go up uh, maybe a hundred, hundred fifty feet. Well, true. They, but if they, you're looking off on far the in the distance, yeah. yeah, you'll see it'll look just like a firework that doesn't explode. Right. You see a little red dot go up and a little red dot come down, and right. you say, well, that was 25 bucks for three of those. Yeah, but if it was far in the distance, and I have seen this where a shooting star would go off and then, you know, duck over the horizon kind of thing, like it was far away, you're like, whoa. That's not a flare. That's a ballistic uh, missile. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I, I, yeah. I can understand how somebody could confuse. This is a flare. I don't think it's that outrageous that somebody well, right. reported okay. it. Here, here's what sense. I want you to do, and here's what I'd like our listeners to do. Yeah. Go to the World of Boating Facebook page or go mm-hmm. to worldofboating.com yeah. and find a story. And within the, the body of the story, there are a couple videos. Yes. And look at the videos and let us know in the comment section. Yes, I could have easily see how somebody would have mistaken this for a uh, distress flare or no. Captain Patrick, as much as we hate to admit it, you are correct once again, and Greg is uh, Nimbus Wrong, which is Latin for radio show host. Okay. Okay. I, I'm just saying. I can understand right. how people could get confused. That's all. All right. It's- well, I can understand how people get confused, too, just not in this instance. <laughs> is the all. video, it's like, uh, it's, it's is like the video that- of the actual meteor that they reported? That we have yes. up there? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. They have, they have it's, like, it's like how I could easily see how people get confused that, you know, a Honda Ridgeline is a real pickup truck. <laughs> oh, boy. Somebody's so, jelly. Are you going to go rent another truck for this weekend if you come down? No, I don't need to. Oh. Okay. I don't need to. Uh, not, not, a, not after he got broken into back when he had the avalanche. Yeah, but he won't park in that out there again. No, never. You got to park in the garage. Where you know, you know what? You know what I did notice. I actually with, may with, take the bright line down, so I don't even have to take a ride. You know, yeah, they do. Have you'll never specials. make it. Yeah, I will. They're doing a special deal with the Miami yes, International Boat Show, by the way. So yeah. if you take the uh, train, which is new, the Sprite Line service that goes from Orlando all the way down to Miami, and then you get off in Miami, they will actually they got shuttles going right from the uh, right from yeah, the uh, train there, station. There's forty five dollars one way. They had some specials. Going. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so there, if you want to get down Woo-hoo. there and not have to park and stuff, that's one way to do it. And Considering I'm, I'm parking will run about 20 bucks. It's not oh, such a so bad it'll, idea. It'll but be more early, than that. How early do they, how early do they start running and how long is the trip time? Uh, the trip time is about the same as what it'd taken a car from Orlando to Miami, about three, three and a half hours. Okay, but figure but, after they hit four or five cars that are trying to make the uh, crossing. Yeah, but the, the, the train is heavy. It just plows right through them. Doesn't slow them down at all. <laughs> just like a meteor going yeah. across the sky. Like yeah, but no, it, it's, uh, you, you don't necessarily save time over uh, driving, but, uh, you know, depending on traffic, of course. But, uh, but the... Uh, you know, you don't it's have to pay relaxing. for parking. Yeah, but, but how early do they parking. start running? Uh, like 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Oh, my God. I wouldn't get down there until 10. Well, yeah. go the night before. 11. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah. go they, the night before. It goes like now. every hour. Uh, they, they got they got some pretty good service. Barry and I meet up like 7, then we go wait in line <laughs> yeah, and say, we right. are with the media. Let us yeah. in. I don't, Actually, I don't we get are up supposed to get in. Sun gets warm. They said we're supposed to get in two hours before the show opens. Media. Who says yeah, that? What th- and what time does the show read- open? Oh, 
Oh, I got to remember that now. It's either nine, nine or, or ten. ten. I think it's at ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which means that even at eight latest at yeah. ten, we can get in at eight. Yeah, okay. but if I took the bright line, I wouldn't be getting there till noon. That's right. Well, and then, then you would have to. The then you could be there for three want. hours. Yeah, and, and, and if it's anything, if taking the shuttles, anything like taking those buses <laughs> and standing out in that line. No, no, no. No, thank be. you. I would rather drive. They actually it they say they bad. have. Uh, I I heard it said something about having golf carts or something. So it may be <laughs> golf carts. Yeah, because wait, wait. The Brightland doesn't doesn't go to Miami Beach. It goes to Miami. You got to go all the way. Well, across. I'm just saying what the press release said. They said they they're evidently setting up some kind of special service from the. That's on my easy go. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. You were right. I did read about that. I'm sorry. I I ordered an Uber, not a powered wheelchair. (laughs) Okay. Just trying to save the planet. I know. You guys make your fun. (laughs) You ever notice with Greg, when he buys vehicles, he doesn't buy anything really cool. You know, like it's it's not like a Ford F-150 or 250. It's an Avalanche or it's a Ridgeline. His next one is going to be like, uh, I, I guess if they name one, a Tsunami. Okay. He's going to get the Chevy. He's going to get the Chevy Tsunami. The Chevy Tsunami would be a pretty cool name uh, for. A I truck. don't know what your point is. Every car I had is super cool, and even, the one at, I have, even at HHR. Yes. Oh yeah. Come it was on. a racer. It was turbo. It had tons <laughs> of power. <laughs> All right. Three cylinders. Like I said, somebody's jelly. Actually, a couple people are jelly. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Come on, Williams, what are you standing around for here? Get on board. Get on board. Don't fret. Don't try to This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, rounding out the crew on this Super Bowl weekend. All right, so I'm not sure if we finished that story on the uh, meteor, other than supposedly people are confusing meteors with uh, flares, and don't do that. So if you yeah, differentiate, don't, don't be a Greg. 
uh, don't bother the Coast made. Guard. <laughs> but they uh, went on a wild goose chase looking for it. And all they ended up with uh, probably was aliens, which they're not going to tell us if they found the aliens. No. Right? But uh, yeah. that's a whole different story, whole different show. Uh, the world hey. of uh, UAPs that uh, will yeah. probably start next week. What else so, do we bro, got on the uh, robing show? I, I, want, I wanted to mention radar. this because, of course, we want, uh, if you haven't checked us out on Facebook, please do so and like us. And I promise you will not be inundated with uh, ridiculous stories and pictures and you know stuff like that. You know, One to two mm-hmm. stories, maybe a day, maybe a video that uh, I find interesting that I'll put up there. Um, or you know, certainly check us out at worldofboating.com where you'll find that same information. But there is a, a a video that I posted uh, from our friends at Wavy Boats. You know, they run the uh, cameras at the inlets. Yep. And there's this one. Uh, I encourage everyone to go out and check this out. So it's two boats coming in. There is a small outboard powered Nautic Star bow rider. Uh, it's probably about 20 feet. And coming in the inlet, um, pretty as you please. Guy does a really, really nice job. And then there's this guy. <laughs> and a bunch of people in this big sea ray coming behind him off his starboard side and comes right up on the back of him. Looks like he moves to the starboard at the last minute, comes off of a swell and completely, completely drenches so close to hitting this boat. I mean, it was it's a husband, wife, looks like some kids on board. This boat comes over almost on top of them. And it's as as they're coming in, you said they're raising their arms up in the air like wee, and they come and just so close to coming on top of this boat. Fortunately, I guess in, in a way, it, it, they just got a drenching. But folks, in and out of inlets, one of the most dangerous times, especially depending on the way that the tide is running, wind conditions, things like that. Pay attention. Be careful. Give the boat in front of you, the boats around you, plenty of room. Wait your turn. Um, and if this little boat made it in, I have no idea. And he was not hauling coming in. No idea what this big boat was doing, moving as fast as he was right up on the back of this boat. But that video is on the World of Boating Facebook page and World of Boating uh, uh, website. And, of course, you can leave us your comments uh, and let me know. You feel that the guy in the Nautic Star was in the wrong, or do you feel like the guy in the Sea Ray was? My my call is the guy on the Sea Ray is lucky he didn't kill somebody. And, well, and I'm surprised. It that, would have uh, to be his fault if anything would have happened, didn't it? I mean, it didn't like the boat in front of you is going too slow, and then for some it, reason it would be it, them their fault? I don't it, think so. It, yeah. I if mean, you're, you're, overta- you're Wait, if you're overtaking a boat. You're, well, he wasn't over- overtaking it, was he? Really this, wasn't overtaking no. it, coming right up on the back side of him. Right. And again, looks he like at the last minute, comes yeah. off to the right and then comes off of a swell. And I'm telling you, what one one move come off that swell, and we know how swells, you know, especially at inlets, can push you despite your best efforts with a wheel, you know, and can move you in a direction that you don't want to go. And I'll tell you what, the guy's wife in the Nautic Star, she let these boaters know that they are number one oh. and will be number one forever. Well, that's nice. Uh, I don't I don't think her finger has come down yet. Well, uh-huh. 
it, it's interesting because if wavy boats got their number, then the Coast Guard or Marine Patrol should be investigating this. Well, they, at least have a talk with them. Maybe, yeah, I maybe mean they not. they should. I mean, you could you could certainly see the boat. You could certainly see the. Uh, I'm sure somewhere on the FL numbers. I mean, there, there's. Yeah, you could see the FL numbers clearly on the uh, on the deck yeah. because here's another thing that tells you that these people are not the best boat. Where are their FL numbers? On the deck. On the de- yeah. Not on the hull. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, that video is there. Check that out. Let us know what you think in the comments, and we may just uh, talk about your comments, or more than likely, I'll ignore them or make fun of them. Hmm. So much like I do with Greg, uh, but not Barry, because Barry's my buddy, <laughs> even though he wears that stupid red watch cap. It's not stupid. Uh, <laughs> wow! I'm sorry. Every just time I wow. see you in that, I, 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 it's like Jacques is it, is that Barry or is that a garden gnome? Jacques, I don't know anymore. Jacques Cousteau mm-hmm. out there on the Calypso. Okay, yeah. if you say so. All right. So out of California, where they had some uh, really really bad weather, if you've been following the news, um, there was a defunct marina, and they had a large section. How large you say, Greg? I'll tell you how large. 300 feet of double wide dock space broke free and started heading down the river. Hmm. That's not good. Well, you would think so, right? You would think that's not good. But you know, where some people see a problem like you, Greg, I prefer to see that the glass is half full. And what I say is that's a party barge. Whatever, Huck Finn. Finn. Yeah, you spin it any way you want. This thing, let's slap a couple outboard motors on it. And we got ourselves foot. a yeah. party spot. That is, That's that, what I say. It's a raft. And, Why not? And since it was a dock, you could have all your boats just dock into the dock and float down the river with it. And okay. what would be great is if you only offered that floating dock with the docks to doctors. Oh. Then it would be a doctor's dock dock. Okay. So did anyone do this or did it just <laughs> no. get pulverized? Yeah, the weather. The weather just, you know, you know what a floating dock is. The only thing holding it in are pilings. Right. So they must have rotted and, and broke or something, and the it thing just, just started off. floating away. Floating off. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's California. You know, next thing you know, people be setting up tents on one of those things. That's That yeah, that would be some expensive uh, camping. Maybe. But uh, I don't know. The moral of that story is what exactly, Patrick? Um, there is always no. have outboard engines handy. Just in you case never know you see a when a floating dock. dock might be coming down the river, and it could be a business opportunity. Because here's the thing: mobile dock space. Mm. Yeah, that's a good ah, idea too. Yeah, right, right. Mm, no, yeah. no, terrible idea. Uh, if if some breaks uh, uh, free like that, though, uh, once it gets out into the water, if it gets out in the ocean, can you just salvage it and say, "Hey, that's mine, finders keepers." Sure. Yeah. If you have, that, room thank, to put thank a- you, sir, for claiming ownership of this. Um, well, no, we if you want to just take, yeah. take part of it, like some of the, I'll take this section of floating docks this would be a, a nice amendment to my, uh, my backyard or whatever. I mean, can you, I mean, what are, what are the rules? Why on not? Something I like mean, that? it's, I don't it's know. defunct. I don't think there are any rules on it. They would uh, love to see it clean up. It's the law of the sea. Get there with a sawzall and start cutting it into pieces. I would imagine California wouldn't allow such craziness, but I'm just, I'm just, you know. Wondering. Well, it's better than th- those. Usually, the flotation is either a foam or it's plastic. Uh, yeah, big well, plastic bubbles. You right. don't want all that plastic out in the oceans. So, you know, send a bunch of people out. Says here, go ahead. Going to repurpose this in my backyard. Hello, 
That's and right. I'm right on a you know waterway there, but yeah, you should have one in your backyard anyhow in case there's a tsunami. There you go. All right. Yeah. yeah. There's hey, there's um, another dumb idea from your friends here at the World of Boating. <laughs> well, you know, Honda Ridgeline was already taken, oh, so geez. here we go again. <laughs> the idea pool is pretty slim right now. Broken record. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> You guys are so jelly. How many times do I get to say this in one show? More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i'm really excited to uh, check out these beautiful waters with you in a really cool way all right see that boat over there yeah Think we're going to sail on it today. Oh my God! <laughs> yes. This is the world voting. The uh, new season of the uh, Bachelor has uh, just launched, which I know Barry's been watching like crazy. And by the way, someone just came across the uh, newswire that uh, Taylor Squ- Taylor Swift uh, obviously going to be at the uh, Super Bowl, but she's going incognito. They're sneaking her in, dressed up as uh, Barry the Boater. And his red watch cap. <laughs> so okay, if you say so. Yeah, you know, just a little extra tidbit there. While I look well, out, that's how I'm going to get into the if game. You want to see her? Uh, look, look for a slightly middle-aged, uh, slightly middle-aged husky um, size, husky red, <laughs> <laughs> red you cap. Say it like it is. <laughs> what? What? I'm Hus- a I'm a red buoy. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> Just uh, if you see them, you're supposed to what? You're supposed to boat to the right side of the red, or the left. Red right return. Yeah. Red right on return. Yes. Okay. Now we know. All right. What else we got, Patrick? Before we wrap it up today, what do you think? Well, there was a missing boater, Greg, and surprisingly, only one in the uh, this past week in the entire world. Wow. Only one missing boater, apparently. Good. Uh, so uh, this gentleman decides to leave from California. A lot of California stories this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, decides to leave from Long Beach, California on December 28th, and he's heading to Hawaii. Uh, so, Noel Rubio, 60, and he planned to arrive January 18th. Okay. And did he arrive? He well, did not. Well, he was he uh, going arrive, in a boat, Greg. I assume. Uh, he was in a boat. It was yeah. a sailboat. All right. Uh, is a sailboat. Yeah. The 32-foot West Sal Sloop uh, that he was all alone on Hmm. and here's the thing all he had for communication was a vhf radio all right that's a problem when you're making a a journey like that uh you want to go out like barry the boater you want to have not only a vhf (laughs) you want to have a satellite phone you want to carry your pigeon Mm-hmm. You want uh, mm. messages in the bottle that you drop into water, all biodegradable, by the way, but about one every quarter nautical mile as you leave the dock, and a long, long, long piece of rope so that if you do have an issue, you can pull yourself safely back to shore. Uh, 
And an EPIRB. And an EPIRB. Right. So And flares. <laughs> but he didn't that, have that this. Have, that have like 3,000 feet of uh, elevation. All right. But he had a VHF radio, so at least he had something, but it didn't how work for him. How far do you or? think a VHF, how, how far do you think well, I don't they care. Did it work for him or not? What it happened did not. To him? That's why nobody knew where he was. Well, where is he now? Did they fi- finally find him or no? He made it to Hawaii. He did make it. He did. Okay. Just not on but, time? Uh, way not on time. And yeah. it starts to prompt search and rescue because, you know, his buddy, you know, hey, I haven't been able to get my friend. And, you know, he was he left Long Beach on December 28th and was heading to Canal, Hawaii. And, yeah. you know, I'm really worried about him. But, you know, I've heard that the area, the expanse of the sea between Long Beach, California and Hawaii is considerably large. Um, so it could be really, really difficult to find a lone sailboat, right? Um, uh, upon those waters, unless you're carrying the proper protect. Barry, what does an EPIRB run? Uh, a personal EPIRB about 300 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, and if there was an issue, they're going to find you. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that, that, cause that sends a signal up to a satellite as a GPS. They'll find you or they'll find you floating in the water. Right. Yeah, unless, uh, unless the satellite is hit by a meteor that somebody mistook for a flare. Mm. That's a possibility. Then it, all bets and are And then off. it caused an air, an earthquake. Well, and then all the Honda Ridge okay, lines just uh, died. Look, oh it, my God. This, it does this sound is, like, though, this is, this is like at a least sci-fi movie. His, his yeah. friend, uh, he must have filed a float plan to a certain extent yeah. by telling his friend. And then when he wasn't where he's supposed to be, what, what at float what time? plan? I'm going to Hawaii. Well, they, his friend said he didn't know where he was. He thought he would hear from him at some point. So he must, he obviously knew he was sailing to Hawaii. Yeah, but if you're, if you're making a journey like that, Take take better communication. You know, don't yeah. don't rely on the how far, don't rely on one thing. Yeah. How far behind schedule was he? Do we know? I uh, mean, over over a month. Wow. Okay, that that's, is that's that's a long time. He took yeah, the I mean, route. out there, and all of a sudden you've got no wind. Um, it's going to be a problem going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I've got to go feed that carrier pigeon. It's getting a little skinny, <laughs> and um, it's looking hey, awfully out of Detroit, tasty. Yeah, out of Detroit, Good Samaritans. And a boat crew were honored for saving what? What do you think they got honored for? Uh, I, I You'll don't never know. guess. A Canadian okay. steelworker's life who fell off the Freedom Bridge. Mm. That's not good. How did they say, what, what, a boater just came by and picked him up or what? Uh, well, no, they're a rescue crew. So there were people that were on the bank, you know, doing what people would do on the bank of a river, just enjoying the day, whatever. But uh, this gentleman fell 140 feet. As I, and I tell you, it was the Ambassador Bridge, which links, of course, uh, the U.S. to Canada. Uh, so this uh, lady, Benita Flowers, we were just looking at the bridge, at the workers and how they were so small. And at that very moment, a guy tumbled down in a cartwheel position and we were like, OMG. Hmm. So uh, she was in the park with her daughter and granddaughter at the time. And then the uh, daughter ran towards the uh, the JW Westcott, which is the area there where the uh, the uh, safety crew. And she's like, "Ah, somebody fell off the bridge. Somebody fell off the bridge." And off they go to save this guy in the water. And uh, apparently, when they pulled him in, he was like, "Where am I? And why am I all wet?" Uh, 
Oh, so okay. it's nice. One that somebody saw this happen. Two, they reported it. Three, the rescue crew got out there, managed to get this guy on board. Uh, apparently, when they tried to uh, uh, contact this Canadian, uh, he said, "Yeah, I fell." A eh? right, and and he survived. And he that, survived. That's a long mm-hmm. drop. So that, the moral that, of this story is: don't fall off a bridge. Uh, if you're going to do it, do it on the. <laughs> United States side of the bridge, oh. not the Canadian side. Okay. Yeah. We have faster boats that can get to your rescue. <laughs> Apparently so. All right. We got time maybe for one more. If you make it quick, what do you got? Uh, boat US presents Tower of the Year Award. Uh, that went to me Derek. with my Honda Ridgeline. Yeah. <laughs> no? Yeah. Uh, no. I couldn't. Uh, Derek DeBoard, owner, owner of Towboat U.S. Lake Norman, was recognized for community outreach, voter education, and professionalism, which is, yeah, I bring that up because when we talk about towboat companies and things like that, and of course, you, ah, these guys, they took me for a lot of money. Buy the membership. If you have an issue on the water, they're going to come get you. It's, a, it's, it's much more cost <laughs> affordable. So <laughs> this was, wait a minute. So he got an award for being the best towboat captain? Uh, of the year is that what it was for for, to- for towboat us hmm. uh he purchased uh, the small company with his wife uh cheryl in 2012 and has grown the lake norman fleet of response vessels from two to six okay wow um and he also has worked within the community so this isn't just somebody who's out there you know waiting for uh an emergency and to take people for their money and you know he's w- working to Hey, here's how you can avoid these things. Here, here's how you can maybe avoid calling us. <coughs> so focus on these things. But if you need us, here's what a membership would cost you. Um, so again, doing that community outreach, looking at training and education. So it's it's just a uh, it's a really a positive in that where you've got these people that buy these businesses like that, whether it's Cito or Boat Tow, and they go beyond just. Hey, this is a way for me to make money. It's also right. how can I give back to the boating community in the area where I'm doing business? Uh, because in the end, that's just good. His name business. is again. What is it? Debord is his last name. All right. Well, a little tip of the captain's hat to Captain Debord for Derek his Debord. Uh, recognition there for Boat US. Good stuff. And we'll wrap it up with that. Till next time. Remember, whether it is sail or motor. Life Life is is better better as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. Woo-hoo-hoo! TTFN! Ta-ta for now!
now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 